When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Nothing But Sports with Kent Sterling for Tuesday afternoon. It is November 12th. It is snowy. It is cold. It is miserable. Hey, can we wait until January for this kind of weather, please? Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Give them a call, 317-849-2933. Dr. Mike O'Neill is the best dentist I've ever gone to. Dr. Joe Holland, absolutely wonderful. This is an inclusive dental practice. Everybody is welcome Give them a call, 317-849-2933. As I speak right now, Adam Vinatieri is still the kicker of the Indianapolis Colts, but I cannot believe that that is going to be the case later today. I have to believe that Vinatieri is going to be placed on IR or is going to make the decision to retire. Because if he doesn't, and if he kicks this coming Sunday, and what happens this Sunday mirrors what happened this past weekend against Miami, the weekend before against Pittsburgh, or the first week of the season against the Los Angeles Chargers, people are going to be hot. And it's not going to be Vinatieri's fault anymore. It's going to be Chris Ballard's fault, and it's going to be Frank Reich's fault for not putting this roster in a position where it can be its most competitive. When you make a mistake, an old boss, a great Tom Severino, told me this, and he was exactly right. He said, somebody working for you, if they make a mistake, that's on them. If they make it a second time, that means you didn't correct it correctly, and as a result, you're responsible. If that mistake occurs again, then it's on me because I didn't correct you in the way that you deal with your people. It ain't never going to get to me. That's what he said, and he was exactly right. We're at the point right now where we know, because of Adam Vinatieri's 11 misses, that he is not a very good kicker anymore. That's just the way it is. He's 46, about to be 47. The ship has sailed. It's long gone. Maybe he's got a problem with that left knee. I have no idea, but whatever it is, he is not capable of making kicks in the way he was one, two, five years ago. Five years ago, he made... 80 of 81 kicks, including all 50 of his extra points. All right, that's who Adam Vinatieri was. What he is today is a guy who's missed 11 kicks. And you're putting your team in a position where they cannot be as competitive as they would be otherwise with an improved kicker. Now, is there an improved kicker out there? i got to believe that there is. The guy who has missed the second most kicks in the NFL has missed nine. 
Vinatieri has missed 11, and the Colts would likely be 8-1 and one if this was Adam Vinatieri from five years ago. That's the difference between having a great kicker and having a mediocre kicker, and Vinatieri has slid from great to mediocre right before our very eyes. Uh, Victor Oladipo assigned today to the Fort Wayne Mad Ants so he could practice with the Mad Ants in Indianapolis today. He's going to be reassigned to the Pacers following that practice. This shows that he's getting closer. And that's a good thing for the Indiana Pacers. Look, the Pacers have won six of their last seven. And in several of those games, they have been obviously without Vic. They've been without Miles Turner. They have been without, for a good portion of these games, Jeremy Lamb and Goga Patadza. And yet they just continue to win. They've got OKC tonight down at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. We'll see what happens with the Pacers. Um, IU plays North Alabama. And I'd like to share with you some factoids about the University of North Alabama because we don't really know too much about them, do we? No, we don't. I'll answer for you. Uh, Here are seven facts about the University of North Alabama that I'll bet you didn't know. Number seven, it is truly North Alabama, only 14 miles south of the Tennessee state line and 334 miles north of the University of South Alabama. I thought that maybe Alabama would be so squirrely that they would have the University of North Alabama, which would actually be south of the University of South Alabama, which would be to the north of the University of North Alabama. You get it. Not so much. These two institutions at polar opposites north and south in the state of Alabama. Number six, it was called Florence State College until six days after Richard Nixon resigned. Nixon's resignation had nothing to do with the name change, but the proximity between the two events in time is the only interesting part of the event, at least to me. Number five, the Union Army burned down the original campus in 1863. That's not a nice thing to do, burning down a college campus. Number four, the Lions are one and one with a loss to South Carolina and a win against the Carver Bible College Cougars. In that win, UNA had six players score between 12 and 14 points. ESPN's matchup predictor shows the likelihood of a Hoosiers win is 94.3%. Number three. The UNA Pride of Dixie Marching Band has 210 members, which means that one in every 21. Number three, the UNA Pride of Dixie Marching Band has 210 members, which means that one in every 21 undergraduate students are members of that unit. How about that? Number two. Three most famous alums of North Alabama are George Goober Lindsay of the Andy Griffith Show. You remember him. Judy, Judy, Judy. Come on. Come on, Goober. Go off on Cary Grant. Judy, Judy, Judy. Greatest episode of that sitcom ever. Uh, New York Giants cornerback Janoris Jenkins, who transferred from the University of Florida, got into some trouble, went to North Alabama, and former University of Alabama basketball coach Wim Sanderson. How about that? Number one, the Lions actually have two live Lions on campus that serve as mascots. As of this morning, there have been no injuries nor deaths as a result of housing feared predators on university property, at least according to a Google search of North Alabama lion attack. Humans in a lion costume attend athletic events rather than the live lions, which seems like a prudent decision. All right, so there you go. There's North Alabama. What do we know about them basketball-wise? 
Does it even matter? They're a paid opponent. They're a tomato can coming up to Bloomington to get their asses handed to them. What we're going to watch for tonight, Indiana being disciplined, Indiana being focused, taking advantage of every possession, and playing against the game instead of their opponents. That's what we need to see. All right, Butler has got Minnesota at Hinkle Fieldhouse. This is going to be a hell of a game. The Gavit games are cool. Big Ten against the Big East, and it brings this kind of matchup on November 12th, which I absolutely love. This is a great test for the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs, they got over on New Orleans over the weekend. Absolutely beat the living hell out of New Orleans. We'll see what they can do tonight against a Big Ten opponent in Minnesota. Now, let's talk about Don Cherry, because Don Cherry... He was fired yesterday. Don Cherry's the guy, uh, Hockey Night in Canada. He's done Coach's Corner for like the last 35 years, 40 years, whatever it's been. He wears really loud, custom-made suits, bald guy, white hair, 85 years old. And what he said over the weekend, he referred to immigrants in Canada as you people and derided them for not wearing poppies. Poppies in Canada, Australia, New Zealand, uh, the United Kingdom, Poppies are commemorative uh, of fallen uh, warriors, soldiers, all right, who've been taken in conflicts during World War I, World War II, uh, whatever the conflict, the poppy represents a commemoration of their memory. And Don Cherry wears the poppy, he feels good about the poppy, and he doesn't like it when people don't wear the poppy. So that's what he said. He said, look, you people, not wearing the poppy. People got mad, they complained in bulk, and Don Cherry yesterday was fired. Well, he came out with a comment a little bit earlier. He said, I've just learned I've been fired by Sportsnet for comments made on Coach's Corner November 9th. No problem. I know what I said, and I meant it. Everybody in Canada should wear a poppy to honor our fallen soldiers. I speak the truth, and I walk the walk. I have visited the bases of the troops, been to Afghanistan with our brave soldiers at Christmas, been to cemeteries of our fallen around the world, and honored our fallen troops on Coach's Corner. To keep my job, I cannot be turned into a tamed robot. I would have liked to continue doing Coach's Corner. The problem is that if I have to watch everything I say, it isn't Coach's Corner. I want to thank everyone who has watched Coach's Corner over the last 35 years. Remember to wear your poppy to honor our fallen soldiers. Thumbs up. That's from Don Cherry. So here's the deal. Here's what we can take from this sad episode. All right, Don Cherry's a cool dude and and a tradition, one of those guys that even if you know just a little bit about hockey and a little bit about Canadian TV, you know who Don Cherry is. So Don Cherry stepped outside his lane, his lane being hockey. Talk about hockey. If you step outside your lane, here's the position you put managers in where they can no longer say, well, that's his job. Like if people call and they bitch and they moan about a sports talk guy saying the wrong thing, but it's about sports, the manager can say, well, you know, that's his job. He's supposed to kind of poke you. He's supposed to agitate. That's part of the job of being a sports talk host. So you can kind of alibi for the guy a little bit if he's talking about sports. But if he's not talking about sports, then you got a problem because you can no longer say, well, that's his job, because it's not his job. His job is to talk about sports. It's not to talk about whatever pops into his head and what he thinks he needs to get or she needs to get off his or her chest. 
That's not the gig. The gig is to talk about sports. And Don Cherry didn't do that. Don Cherry became a little self-immersed and exercised a little bit of freedom on live TV that he shouldn't have exercised. And because of that, he's gone. Because managers, as much as they might have wanted to keep him, couldn't. Because they had nowhere to go. They had no explanation to provide that would justify that decision. And so he's gone. So if you're a sports broadcaster, or if you're somebody who wants to become a sports broadcaster, this is a cautionary tale that you need to pay attention to. Because you can't become so wrapped up in your own persona that you think that people are listening to your show because of you and whatever comes out of your mouth needs to be consumed by the people who listen to you. There's a rule, an 80-20 rule, and it's a great rule. All right, 20% of listeners listen because of you. 80% of listeners listen because of what you're talking about. They're about the what. That's the relevance. All right, the 20% They're listening for the human being. They feel a relationship with the human being. And that's really important because those 20% do 80% of the listening. And then those 20%, you can't beat them off with a stick. Self-indulgent ranting about something that is way beside the point and something that would fit better on a news talk station, you can't indulge in that. If you do because you think it's so important you have to, you're putting your job at risk It's just that simple. We saw it yesterday with Don Cherry. Let's hope we don't see it again. I hate to see people lose their jobs. That is sports, nothing but sports. And what a day of sports, man. There's a hell of a lot to talk about, isn't there? My God almighty. Uh, Breakfast with Kent. Tomorrow, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live, and then at 8.15 on Periscope Live. It's a show so nice, we do it twice. All brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Call Dr. Mike O'Neill today. Make an appointment, 317-849-2933. Join me tomorrow morning.